Hello and welcome to Enough, episode 195. My name is Mike Hurley and I am joined as always by my friend and colleague, Mr. Patrick Roan. Hi, Pat. Hello, Michael. How are you? I'm very well, sir. How are you today? Oh, man. I'm uh, you know, a little bit tired, mm-hmm. um, a little bit uh, um, not really nervous, but um, distracted by... Um, by the uh, upcoming events of uh, this weekend. Uh, for those who do not know, uh, this Saturday, uh, March 30th, uh, I am going to be doing this crazy endurance uh, thing called the Go Ruck Challenge. Good luck to you, and, Patrick. Uh, you thank are, you. You are we, an we've... insane human being. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, I'm starting to starting to worry a bit about my sanity myself. Um, but I, actually, honestly, like for the about the challenge itself, I'm kind of calm about it, resolute. Like I'm I'm ready for it, um, and I know I'm ready. I've, I've trained very hard and worked very hard to get ready and. Um, last Saturday, um, some of the other guys, it was all the guys, this skin, but there are some women who are doing it too. But, you know, in this case for the practice, it was just, uh, a few of the guys that showed up and eight of us. And we, uh, did a, uh, practice ruck. Uh, actually, I think there was nine of us, um, did, did a little practice ruck, uh, you know, running with the, with the loaded packs on and doing some bear crawls, doing some buddy carries, you know, mm-hmm. the usual. Um, and, uh, you know, that went great. I'm still a little bit sore today from it, but, but it at least let me know, um, that, uh, that I was ready. Um, and so if anyone wants to like read my little take on it and kind of where I'm at and such, uh, I, I did write a, uh, a post on patrickrone.com called ready about it. Um, it just which sounds is like the training alone is enough to kill me. <laughs> I don't know. You, you said you've been, you know, going to the gym and working out, yeah. you got a personal trainer, but sort every, of set up there. Every session I have with, with my personal trainer, she does something else that kills me. Like we had a <laughs> session yesterday, and she just focuses on the things that obviously I find the hardest. And uh, now I'm 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 struggling to function as a regular human being again today. But. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, but I'll get can... there. I know I'll get there. I mean, yeah. the first after the first session, I I couldn't walk for the rest of the week, but. Now I just have like random aches and pains today. Like I'll do something like just then I scratched my chin and I noticed a pain in my bicep that I didn't know I had until at that point. Yeah. You know, but I'm able to walk up and down stairs today, which is a blessing. Well, that's kind of how it works, right? I mean, so when I first started training for this, I mean, actually oh so long ago because for those who don't know, I was supposed to do this back in back in May of last year um, and broke two toes during training a couple of weeks before the event and so couldn't do it. And so um, uh, and so I've technically been training in one way or another for the last year. Like, you know, I started back in 
you know, March of last year training for the event in May. Um, and then when I wasn't able to do that, I continued at least to run regularly to, you know, continue some of my other workout regimen, like, you know, push-ups and burpees and things like that. Um, and then even ran, uh, ran my first 5k, ran my first 10k, um, and all that. So, uh, I never really stopped training, but that very first workout back in March a year ago, oh my gosh, I mean, I could barely move afterwards. And part of it is just your muscles are just not used to being worked at all. Right. Yeah. I mean, especially for guys like you and me that spend a lot of our time stationary in chairs. Right. Mm-hmm. Probably the worst thing for us. And, you know, all the studies show that and prove that. But yet we still do it because, well, that's our jobs. Um, and uh, yeah, I, everyone who's going to write me about a standing desk. Yes, I know. As soon as I find some place in this house to build one, I will. Screw a standing um, desk. It's a treadmill desk you want. Yeah, the treadmill desk, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, once I can spend, I don't know, several thousand dollars for one of those, sure, I'll I'll, I'll handle right up on that. Um, In any case, so, yeah, I totally get it. And the thing is that once you do start kind of moving those muscles and you do build your body into the idea that, oh, we're going to be working every couple of days, a lot more than we normally do, and we're just going to get used to it. Your body does. Your body adapts pretty quickly. Indeed. So, so we are actually going to spend um, most of today's episode going over some some follow up that you've received and some additional topics on last week's show, right? Yes, yes, we are. Um, I so, got a, oh, just a fair amount of feedback, say, actually. Good. Just before you do that, then, because we're, we're going to be quite singular focused, and I don't like to break you when you're in those sort of musing moments. Maybe I should uh, thank our sponsor before we jump into the rest of the show today. Oh, this is an excellent idea. So I figure if I do this now, it will mean that I don't have to disrupt you in a moment, which nobody mm-hmm. wants that to happen. Let's go for it. Because our sponsors are never a disruption. Never should be a disruption. They are a welcome break in the show. So today I would like to thank Squarespace.com who give you absolutely everything you need to make an amazing website. Squarespace provides you with all of the tools to build a beautiful website, blog, portfolio or business site. They give you a fully hosted, completely managed environment that allows you to put a website on the internet in minutes. They have fantastic templates um, that feature responsive web design, very beautiful, and let your content do all of the talking. They have a drag and drop page building system called layout engine which allows you to create custom layouts for each of your pages on squarespace in seconds and you can add all sorts of content and social media stuff onto the pages it's very easy to do that they have fantastic statistics with real-time analytics they're built right in and they have ios and android apps that let you see these and post to your site on the go and with squarespace commerce which is their brand new feature and the brand new part of their system it's never been easier to start selling things online squarespace commerce allows you to add a fully integrated store into any new or existing website and you can instantly start accepting payments and they have partnered with stripe to allow you to do this you can sell physical and digital goods immediately they have inventory management 
management, order processing. You can host files with them um, if you're selling digital goods and set up coupons and download links and, and all of this stuff in a very intuitive interface. I want you to go and find out a bit more about this for yourself. Go to squarespace.com forward slash 70 decibels. There's more information there and you can also sign up for a free trial. Squarespace plans start at $10 a month for their standard plan and they have unlimited and commerce plans to business plans. If you sign up for a year on any Squarespace plan, you'll get 20% off that price. And if you sign up for two years, you'll get 25% off the listed prices. And if you use the code 70 decibels free, the number three, you will get an additional 10% off your first order from Squarespace. So go check out Squarespace, everything you need to make an amazing website. And thank you to them for their support. Always. As always. I'm actually moving a, a client tonight from... Uh, to a competitor, let's just say, mm-hmm. to uh, to Squarespace, and it'll be easy, Patrick. It'll be no. Problem. Yeah, well, and and it's. Uh, I mean, the instructions are right there in, in the in the help. If you want to work, move from say I don't know WordPress to Squarespace, super, you know, super clear, super easy. They they make it plain and simple, um, and uh, you know, yeah, it's gonna. Uh, you know, as 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 part of this uh, move, I'm going to be doing all sorts of fancy stuff. It's gonna it's gonna be great. Yeah. In any case, I digress. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, I got a lot of feedback uh, for about uh, last week's episode uh, on both fronts. You know, I talked a, talked a bit about. Because it was kind of intertwined. It was about choices and making choices and things like that. And it kind of, you know, kind of moved into caring and, and, and making sure one, you know, understands that you, we as a human species have proven that we can solve just about any problem if we care enough to do so. Um, and, you know, I think that while I covered the topic broadly, and thus didn't hold myself to getting into the you know specifics of given situations or the fact that sure there might be a little bit of nuance here and there um you know obviously there are going to be some situations that you know one really doesn't have a choice um i e you know, uh, let's just say, uh, you know, the, the victims that died at Hiroshima didn't have a choice, right? <laughs> and they didn't because they were dead, right? You know, I mean, there's going to be some certain situations where life is going to happen and you're not going to be able to have the opportunity to make any sort of choice. Um, and so a lot of the feedback I got was sort of around those kind of specific what if scenarios specific um discussion about about the nature of of uh, cancer and that you know maybe it's you know it's not as simple as just single cure and boom you solve every cancer out there the cancer's this you know kind of wide umbrella of things and and that there there won't be a a, a single cure right um and certainly through this process i've i was educated a lot i actually one of the people who uh, contacted me um is a um 
was a graduate student who works closely with cancer researchers. Um, and, uh, and her graduate work is actually uh, in drug development, uh, treating sp- certain kinds of cancers. Um, and uh, she did point out that... Uh, you know, one of the dangers, you know, what I'm saying is giving people this this idea that cancer is a single disease and that there's some sort of code that can be cracked um, and it can be cured. Um, but it's not really like that. Um, that it is um, really kind of... Um, all over the board and very specific and different types of cancers kind of work in different ways with different people and that sort of thing. Um, But one of the interesting things, uh, points that came up in the course of our email exchange, and we exchanged several emails, probably a half dozen, um, was this idea that we actually have a better chance at if not curing cancer, coming up with, um, you know, maybe you know, reducing it significantly by lots of little choices and behaviors that we can do, like, you know, like changes in diets, changes in the, the things that we eat, um, changes that... Um, uh, that we all individually could do and have a a bigger impact and while she certainly didn't deny the fact that you know having people you know having the attention of a nation and a world that i don't know pays researchers and uh doctors what they're worth um when it comes to cancer Mm -hmm. uh researchers especially um doctors get paid more often than not, uh, plenty of what they're worth in this country, but um, and you know, but researchers oftentimes work sometimes below the minimum wage in intern like positions and things like that. Um, and certainly, we're not going to achieve anything big by you know by basically not really valuing the people out there on the front lines doing the work. Um. And, but yes, it's not just about this kind of big collective caring. It's also about caring about ourselves and caring about our family and just these little individual changes that we can make. And if everyone did that, it would have a huge impact. And I guess that's kind of what I was getting at overall is that, is, is that care and attention scale and that certainly just one person out there fighting, you know, fighting the fight alone without anyone noticing um, will never change anything. If everybody was doing it, if everybody was galvanized around it in the same way that we galvanize around around so many other issues, um, certainly we would be a lot farther ahead. And that's kind of what I was the point I was making there with with caring um, and and I think that 
I think we oftentimes fail to see that. We fail to see that one person's choice can really not only make a difference, but inspire entire movements, entire revolutions, right? Um, yeah. Uh, but it does take oftentimes one person, one ordinary person, having extraordinary courage. And uh, some of the feedback I got back was kind of like, well, this is all easy for you to say sitting there behind your, you know, in your in your cushy house with your ivory the, keyboard. Uh, what? Your ivory keyboard. Yeah, my ivory keyboard and my silver microphone. Um and yeah, yeah, that might be true, but here's the deal. I come from an entire family of ordinary people that had extraordinary courage. My mom, for instance, went to jail over a dozen times, was in solitary confinement two of those times, was chased down by dogs, was beaten with batons, was uh, shot at with water cannons, you know, was called every name you could possibly think of in the book, all to make sure that I grew up in a world where the color of my skin was not an impediment to where I drank my water or where I ate at a restaurant or where I sat on a bus. Mm -hmm. And was she alone? No. There were thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands just like her ordinary people with extraordinary courage to stand literally at the face of death and say, no, I don't care if you kill me, you will not keep me from having my freedom. Um, and it wasn't just my mother. It was my father. It was my grandmother. It was my, you know, uh, it, it, it was her brother and sister. It was, you know, my great-grandparents, their fathers and mothers. I mean, this, you know, that's the thing about the civil rights movement is that, um, you know, once it started to begin, it just snowballed. And really it was, you know, a huge swath of races and Ages and colors and economic backgrounds that came together to stand up to injustice and say no. But you know the spark that set it off? The spark that set it off in most people's minds, you know, at least that we've recorded in history, the one that really got things going. was a woman who is, at the end of the day, end of a very long work day, just too tired and too resolute and just too done 
just done with having to give up her seat for someone else because she was black. Rosa Parks. And to be honest with you, uh, in the interviews that I've read with her and what have you, she's this very kind of, I don't know, um, unassuming, as it were, meek. Uh, might be a appropriate term. She was not some raw rebel freedom fighter. I'm not giving up my damn seat. Da, da, da. No. She just was at a point in her life where she would have rather have died than to move another inch. And from there, you got the bus boycotts. And from the bus boycotts, you got ultimately... Uh, the Civil Rights Act. <laughs> I mean, really, it went from that one yeah, person. That, that was the spark. <laughs> you know? And so, you know, this is these are the sorts of things I'm reminded of when I hear terms like, I can't, or what difference does it make, or who am I? Or, you know, the list goes on, right? Um, And this is what I think about when I think about um, choices and the choices we make and how all of these small little choices that we make for one reason or another really can add up to big things. You never know. And you'll never know unless you, unless you do it, right? I mean, that's the kind of idea behind the, uh, you know, as it were, the butterfly effect, right? That, uh, you know, uh, you know, that the flapping of a butterfly's wings one place might, you know, have consequences that reverberate to, you know, a nuclear explosion on the other side of the world, right? You know, what I mean, you never know, right? And you never know until you do it, right? Until you make that choice. Um, and I, I think it's it's way too easy to 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 think to ourselves that these things don't matter. It all matters. It really does. And uh, I don't know. The more of that attitude that we take with us into our day the better outcome we'll, we'll have in the world. Because, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I, the reason I talk about this stuff and the reason I show up here every week is because I'm a huge believer that, you know, that doing this might, 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 might just maybe make a difference with one person. And for all I know, that one person might seem kind of unimportant now. But maybe, maybe I'm talking right now to the one person who's going to cure, you know, the common cold. Let's take cancer out of the equation because it makes people jumpy. Um, <laughs> maybe I'm talking to the one person that is going to, I don't know, solve hunger. 
end war. Maybe I'm talking to the one person who is going to invent something that will literally change the face of the planet. And maybe the only effect I have on them right now today is something I say says, you know what? I'm not happy in this job I'm in now. I'm going to go follow this other thing that I'm interested in. And that other thing that they're interested in just so happens to lead to greatness. Greatness that not just affects me, but affects everybody, right? Um, That has world-changing effects. And I don't know. I have no idea. But, gosh, you know, if, uh, if that were the case... I'll show up here every week forever. And talk about these ideas and talk about big ideas and try to try to get some discussion around them. So all of that's to say was wow, I really invite and welcome the sort of dialogue that I was able to have this week. Um I you know, I especially want to uh, call out and I hope she doesn't mind if I mention her specifically, but uh, Hannah Peacock, uh, because she really challenged my thinking on the, in this area, was graceful and accepted, you know, my, my responses and rebuttals, equally responded and rebutted back, and it was a very healthy dialogue that I think led to both of us learning something and you know, maybe changing our thinking about something that we we hadn't before. Um, I know it did in my case for sure. So, so yeah. Whenever we have those sorts of those sorts of shows, I'm like, yeah, this is what I show up for. This is the reason why I do it. So, thank you. Yeah, it's good to to engage people, however you engage them. I guess it's, it's, yeah. it's good. You know, if people want to talk. Well, and I think that, you know, I would hope it's this way for your other shows, too, you know, that, I mean, isn't part of the point of doing this whole podcasting thing to uh, kind of engage people in these ideas and discussions, even if it's about, you know, I don't know, stupid technology stuff or, you know. Well, yeah, I think so, because otherwise I'd just keep it to myself. You know, I would just record it and listen to it myself. I wouldn't ever make it available for anybody to listen to. Right. You know, if I yeah. if I didn't want people to be engaged or want to discuss or l- at least listen. Yeah. Care enough too to actually listen. Yeah. Well, and, you know, and then when they do listen and they do have something to say, something to add, something to, to you know, uh, to maybe challenge you. Um, a little, I mean, for me, that's, gosh, there's nothing I, I love more than being challenged and having to really think through my, my thoughts, defend my position and even find out the holes in my thinking, right? Because it makes my positions that much stronger. 
when I do repair those holes, right? <laughs> when I do, um, you know, change my mind about something, right? Because now I know that it's not just me, you know, thinking in a vacuum. It is, you know, it's been hardened by 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 reason and doubt, right? Um, so, well, this is pretty much all I wanted to say on this subject. No, it's not. It was good. Good. It was good. Good to listen as always. I always enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Thank you, Matt. Yeah. yeah not a problem. So you yeah. can catch up with us on the interwebs. On the interwebs. Pat is Patrick Rowan pretty much everywhere. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's P A T R I C K R H O N E. That's on the web. That's also on app dot net and on Twitter. Yeah. Yep. Send me email at Patrick at. PatrickRowan.com. And uh, I am iMike, I-M-Y-K-E, and we, we love that you listen and we love that you yep. get in touch, and please don't ever hesitate to do that because it's always great to hear from our listeners. Um, and I guess until next week, Pat. Yeah, we'll chat later. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.